0: I am fired up because my guest today is a true artist whose canvas are shoes. He's worked with the world's biggest brands, biggest professional athletes, celebrities, and influencers across the globe. He's a true pioneer and a leader in the sneaker industry, a creative genius, and above all, he's just a really good guy. The Shoe Surgeon, aka. Dominic Chambron, What's up, Dom? How you doing, man? It's actually Dominic Chambron, a.k.a. The Shoe Surgeon, but it's all good.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, welcome, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate you being here, Dom, especially you're in the middle of a class right now. You got the Surgeon Academy going on right now, like this morning. This yep. is your lunch break being here with us.
1: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's cool to be able to come up and come see you, and it's dope to see my shoes from over the past years and and you know, set up and now yeah. on your feet. So <laughs> it, it, I, I was telling you, it looks it's better to see them now when they're out of the studio than while you're working on them.
0: It's like too close when you're working on them every it's, single day. It's, it's, like, a, it's a
1: hate hate more lo- than love, and right. then
0: it becomes more about love. Well, once it's the finished product. Yeah. Well, these kicks, these I, I worked a couple of years ago with Pizza Hut. I was a spokesman for them, and they made 64 pairs. You made 64 pairs of these, the Pizza Hut pie tops. Not only are they fashionable, but they're functional as well. So if you get hungry during the episode, just hit this button. We'll I get know. a Pizza pizza delivered. Order it up. <laughs> yeah. Order it up. All right. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how the, the process of a shoe like this comes together. I remember that one like
1: yesterday. Um, it was me and I think I had four people on my team at the time. And yeah, I don't know. They, you know, the company hit us up and they said, hey, we want to do shoes for Pizza Hut. And I'm like... <laughs> You know, things kept happening like that. And I was just like, the fuck? Like, why does a Pizza Hut want a shoe, you know? Right, right. And, like, I understand everyone wants shoes.
0: Uh, (laughs) I didn't
1: know everyone, meaning Pizza Hut and all these other new companies that want it. And it's just, yeah, they hit us up and took a call. And we went into a design. We went into design. We designed uh, many different looks. And if you look at the details, which I hated at the time and now I love, is the, the... The Parmesan cheese on the side, stamped into the leather. Yeah. The, the red sauce. Marinara. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man.
0: And it's just cool. It's the button that's the, in here, is too.
1: Yeah. We put the buttons into the tongue. When you, order, when you press the tongue, it orders the pizza. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I like these things. Those are cool.
0: And then the Pie Top 2s came out as well, which also have a button in the other shoe that pairs with your television and pauses the game. So when the pizza guy shows up, you don't miss any of the action. Yeah,
1: the Pie Top 2 was uh, even crazier. I just still like the OG.
0: Yeah, OG. These were more (laughs) limited edition, too. We
1: actually made a black pair that no one's seen. Next time you're in the office, I'll actually show you.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah, Yeah, amazing. How do you continue to find like creativity like this? You know, where you're always maybe a brand comes to you, an athlete, a celebrity, or you're yeah. doing it just for yourself to like continue to push the boundaries of what's possible and try and do something new. That's a lot to take in what you just said, <laughs> but the
1: creativity just comes from from everywhere. And now that we have a team, like we have a team that can come uh, bounce ideas off. Um, we have a full design team where you know, I can, I'll have a say, and then it comes back, and it's just, it's like a collective of creatives where we can kind of bounce ideas off of each yeah. other, but for me, my creativity comes through from traveling, it comes from meditation, it comes from, um, it's, it really comes when I'm just kind to myself, I mm-hmm. feel like, and
0: uh, yeah. Well, before we get too deep into that, you know, we can't just start with the, the main course. We got to ease into this, right? So this is a segment called Starters, where you begin any party, you know, dinner party experience with some apps, right? So this is all the way from Santa Rosa, California. You might have heard of this place called Cannavari's Deli. I think you used to work there. Let's bring it in. These are your mom Kim's stuffed shells. They were flown in fresh. These were just made. For you, Dom. This is Starters. Okay. (laughs) I got to record this. (laughs) Okay, all right. This is very meta. It's happening. The stuffed shells. Who cooked them? Your mom, Kim. (laughs) Your mom made these yesterday and they were flown oh, in shit. this morning for you. Tell me nice. why Are you gonna is... eat with me. Do I got to eat alone or you? I mean, I'll try some too. Yeah. But t- tell me, tell me about this dish. Why is this so special to you? Um, this was, uh, one of my
1: favorite dishes growing up. It's the stuffed shells. My mom would always make with the, the Italian sausage, spicy Italian sausage. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. It was just one of her dishes she made, and it was one of the ones that I liked the most. All right. Let us know. How
0: is it? It's pretty good. <laughs> so you used to work at the deli, at uh, Canavars Deli, your family's uh, uh, deli out in Santa Rosa? All right. It's good. Is it good? Yeah, yeah it's
1: great. Got it. We got it. I'm
0: gonna try it, too.
1: Um No, so we had a restaurant called Sweet Lou's uh, when I was in high school. Mm. My parents opened, and they had everything from pasta, pizza, uh, burgers. It was American, Italian cuisine. They sold that when I was uh, 21 or so. And uh, now they took over a deli about 10 years ago. I'm not sure. I don't know. And uh, so, yeah, I used to work at Sweet Lou's in Katadi, where I would – help wash dishes make food but i was more liked uh the running around running errands and painting the signs and
0: kind of being the creative in the in the space this is amazing it's great that is amazing that's really good and made with love your mom not only sent this here for you but she continually asked me how many people are on the crew and working here (laughs) there are pounds of this upstairs she insisted On feeding everyone here so everyone is going to be eating your mom's stuffed shells all day long so thank you for this it's really good it's really good you want any more maybe maybe later all right I'll save it for you Uh, yeah 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 in case you get hungry there you go during yeah yeah she's Uh, a pretty amazing woman and uh, a really amazing family now we're talking a little bit before the the stuffed shells came out to kind of ease you into this about your creative process And this is a segment called In the Zone, where I really want to know, what does it mean to you to get in the zone? You hear a professional athlete describe what it's like when they get in the zone, kind of like that flow state. They're just, you know, everything goes away, things slow down. For you, being an artist, a creative, what does it mean to you to get in the zone?
1: Depends on what I'm doing. To get in my creative zone, Mm -hmm. it just... It's what's with me. It's what's with, I've been with me since I was a kid. Yeah. It's, I think, learning how to tap back into it, but it's just a constant with me. I don't know, how do I get in the zone? Music, yeah. playing sports, just making shit yeah. with my hands, just taking things apart, putting them back together, and just moving.
0: Where did this passion for, for shoes come from? I said in your intro how you, you really are an artist and just a creative person, but your canvas or shoes how did that connection come to be? Like, Where did it start with with shoes for you? Uh,
1: at a very young age, I was always building Legos and, and making t-shirts and customizing things. But seventh, eighth grade, um, I was, I mean, even in middle, or in grade school, I was always just wanted a cool pair of shoes. And then in middle school, I was sharpieing my uh, Data Supreme basketball shoes in orange, and then high school year my uh cousin let me wear her original 1985 jordan ones yeah and i wore those to school and everyone gave me praise for them like it was it was an interesting feeling because i was always very shy and quiet Mm. and putting these on and then seeing other people like yo what are those shoes i didn't know what they were at the time and then uh i was just i i instantly knew that if i had a cool pair of shoes on that it would help me with the create a voice it gave me a voice without actually having to speak Mm -hmm. and after that you can't wear shoes like once you wear them once it's pretty much done yeah so if you it was i wore those and i was like oh what's the next shoe then i was getting jordan's early i'd get the jordan's early then i wear those out to footlocker or whatever the store was and People would just say, yo, where'd you get those? You're right. And then it like all of that stopped when all my friends had the same shoes. For me, it wasn't special anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's when I airbrushed an all-white Air Force One mid and camouflage. Oh, wow. And I went to school with it. And uh, it was the same thing. Everyone was like, yo, where'd you get those? And I was like, oh, I made them. So wow.
0: And then how do you go from that? Like, it's fun to be like, maybe this is what you could end up doing for a living. Or maybe you didn't have that thought, maybe it's just sort of like, see what happens and it's one at a time, but like how did that process go from just trying it, getting the attention, getting the feedback to the path that you're on now?
1: Yeah, no, I wore those shoes at school, the paint fell off, yeah, so I was like I didn't want to make something that would fall apart mm-hmm. um, and that's where a lot of my uh it it, we talked about it it as perfectionist right so i I painted something just to do something for myself and the paint fell off so then i was like well i need to find better paint i started searching out customizers in town found like this guy called ghost and he had he was the the best paint artist he showed he took me to berkeley california he took me we found this uh, leather paint then I started painting with better paint. I started learning how to sew. I was gluing swooshes on the shoes. And then, and I just knew there was more. So I kept just trying to do more. And in my head, I was just obsessing on something. I didn't know it was just shoes. I was like, yeah. I want to figure out how to make uh, high quality shoes. Um, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And when I went there, I went to a Tandy Leather Factory. And it's uh, Tandy Leather is like the target of leather, where you can go get leather, tools, and Um, all of these things. So I went in there and I was just like mind blown. That leather was a thing. And um, there was a snakeskin on the wall, tools everywhere. So I just started getting leather. And then it was like, I went down to a streetwear store where they, I just went in there and I said, hey, I want to do some custom shoes for you. And being in North Carolina, there was, uh, it was mostly like custom Air Force Ones with rhinestones and, you know, just like flashy, uh, I think, commercial stuff and so he gave me a pair of shoes i got leather i went to a laser engraving spot engraved it took it to a shoe repair shop which i don't know how i went why or how yeah but i went in there and i said hey can you sew this And they said yeah come back in three days i went back i picked it up and i knew then if they could sew on top of a shoe i could figure it out
0: so you had the vision first and then saw that yeah. it's possible for other people you could just do it
1: yeah yeah
0: wow Crazy. so
1: yeah it was uh this is I wish I had those shoes. Yeah. I tried to buy them off some kids like years ago and they're trying to sell them to me for I mean at the time now I could afford it but back then I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: right, right. Oh, crazy, man. Well, speaking of looking way back, this next segment that we play here is called Rewind, where we're going to take a look back at some different video clips and get the kind of story behind the scenes of them, of what it was like. So, uh, why don't we take a look at this at kind of the early days of the shoe surgeon and what that was like? When you see something like that, like that's like OG shoe surgeon. Like, how does that make you feel when you know how far you've come and where you're at today with the classes that you teach, with the studio space that you have? I mean, you keep growing year after year, and you see, like, that is like, you know, the idea, but now how far you've come.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you look, if you listen to it uh, more too, it's exactly how I feel now. Mm -hmm. Um, That was my first video that we ever did and it was at the one of the first like the one of the beginning leather spots that i went to yeah so it was cool just to see what it looked like then and where it's at now is it it's um yeah we're actually remaking a version of that video now oh nice yeah, yeah.
0: all right dope i like that what uh where'd the name shoe surgeon come from
1: when i was 19 when i lived in charlotte being in the east coast or the south versus. But California which is California all of California I grew up so I would drive through California so yeah. that was kind of boring for me. so when I lived in <laughs> when I lived in Charlotte I was like oh you can drive to New York City in eight hours you can drive to Miami or whatever uh, Florida in mm. eight hours in California it's California So yeah. we drove up to me, my older brother and my best friend at the time Tony Tone we drove up to New York City. Never been, and uh, it was just uh, my best, one of my best experiences. Well, probably my overall favorite experiences in New York City. Mm -hmm. But it was something that gave me a lot of creativity. We went just to go. We no expectations. We went to the Bape store, and outside of the Bape store, Pharrell was out there, and you know, I got to meet him, and he was the one person that I think really inspired me to tap into my creativity. Mm. Um and uh right after that there's a few other things with the Louis Vuitton show going on. There's all of these things happening and I'm like 18, 19, first time going to a big city like that. Yeah. You know, I went to I grew up in San Francisco, but it was just different. For sure. So after that I went back to the hotel room. It was just smaller than this was like this big yeah um and very expensive (laughs) uh i started writing shit down me and my friend he was a dj and we kind of started it together in the sense where it was just like you know what is this called what are we doing it was shoe surgeons and i kept writing down like what do we do all right we take shoes apart yeah we take shoes apart we put them back together like what are we doing with shoes it's surgery of shoes And there was a shoe surgeons uh, with a money sign in a Z. there was a money sign in there, a Z. And I think less than a year later, we had a falling out. I moved back to Northern California and it became just me, the shoe surgeon.
0: Wow, wow, crazy. Well, it's cool, it's stuck and it's a good name. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And it is what you do. You do surgery on shoes. It's cool looking back and seeing how far you've come from that like first video to some of the stuff that you do now, which shows a lot of the different sides of your personality. Uh, you have a lot of fun, you get kind of goofy sometimes too. Uh, one of the more ridiculous videos I've ever seen of you is this next one, and there's gotta be some stories behind the scenes from like the set of this situation. dope so you and Kyle Kuzma for Gucci like what was that like because that whole video people should find it online it, it's wild I mean shout out to Kyle I was talking to him earlier
1: I got a call with him in a little bit oh nice I just like making art I yeah. just like doing things different I don't know I mean people put me <laughs> in the box that I make shoes and I'm a shoe guy or a custom shoe guy and it's for me it's like I've been able to come this far, so if someone puts something in front of me, I'll I'll figure it out if I wanna do it or not. Mm-hmm. And that was just a fun video that the team and I came up with to just do something different, like taking things that we've seen that we're inspired by and then mashing it into a collaboration with Gucci, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a lot more funny ones than that one, but that was a good I don't know. I, I don't know. I grew up like I wanted to make, you know, I'm just very creative. I yeah. want to make music. I want to, you know, like you, I'm having a, a podcast room and yeah. I just want to be able to express myself creativity in any flow. And like, whether it's no talking in a video to learning how to act in I recently started doing improv just yeah. to kind of make help me speak.
0: That's great, man. That's great. That's I like mean, you're funny. Shit. There's a lot of funny. There's like a infomercial clip too yeah. that I almost played on here. It's great. <laughs> like you definitely have different sides of your personality. It's a lot of fun to see that come out and shine in different ways. Uh, and I feel like you don't always, you know, take yourself too seriously. Too, what you're doing is fun. You're being creative and expressing yourself in a lot of different ways, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's also cool to see uh, a little more sensitive side of you come out too. You know, being a dad uh, and your family is obviously very important to you. So let's take a look at this next clip because this one made me laugh too.
1: If you could say one last thing to the camera, what would you say? I love garbage trucks. You love garbage trucks. Yeah. <laughs> Kick it in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Keep your brain. laughs> <coughs> what's what's the best thing about being a dad learning to be selfless mm. I think learning to
1: and it's not for everyone uh for me I came my dad and mom raised me with a lot of love and care and um now I'm able to do that with my kids and now I want to do a better job as I think most people do and mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. It forces me to be selfless and to have feels like a different purpose and show them a different perspective of life. Um, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. It's also fucking
0: hard and yeah. very tough. Yeah, for sure. What uh, what do they think about what what dad does for a living? I don't think they.
1: No, do they get it? I do don't they? think they understand the yeah. difference than, you know, my dad was a chef, so that's what I knew. He yeah. had that a restaurant that was normal to me. So yeah. I think, I mean, my son and daughter are very creative, it seems like. Mm. Um, I think they love it. They love what I do. I just think it's normal to them. You know, yeah. we all grow up and see something, so it's a normal,
0: everyone has a different normal. Totally. Well... One of the things you've done in addition to all of the the great art that you're making and imprint you're leaving on the world is you've been very vulnerable and open and honest about uh, mental health and become a real advocate in that space too, which I think is very brave of you and also uh, really important work that you've done. And uh, watching, doing a lot of research for this and watching a lot of video clips, there was one that was definitely the most powerful and it's about uh, a tough time, you know, in your life Um, and... uh, Just uh, wanna show quickly this clip and then kind of hear from you a little bit of the the story of what you were going through um, back then. So this is the house that I lived in when I thought I could
1: take on 10 orders for Justin Bieber in less than a weekend. There was something that just snapped inside of me and I couldn't control any longer. I remember just sewing like full force, jumping out crazy. I was going up and down, up and down the stairs, going to the bathroom, looking at myself in the mirror. Felt possessed. And finally, I remember just going up the stairs, going around my girlfriend at the time, jumping straight through a glass window, landed on the concrete. Thinking that I was dead, went head first through that window, straight through the glass. All I remember was the ambulance coming, picking me up, taking me to the hospital.
0: Dom, um, that's a, a very powerful video and very courageous of you to share your experience and what you went through in that time. Why did you feel it was so important to, to do that, to put that out there and to share kind of your journey, some of your struggles and how the way you've been able to overcome it?
1: I think a time in this world, more so than ever, we are, are able to share um, in a way like we've never have growing up. Mm -hmm. you know uh, we have endless amounts of media like this one right now (laughs) Instagram all of these different channels and uh, that's it's full circle of like why I started making shoes I thought it was because I wanted to feel special Mm -hmm. and what I found out was it was a way to create a voice for myself to now people can Listen to me, and now I get to share my struggles and my vulnerability, and I've struggled a lot with mental health in my early ages, and uh, even today. And it's important to show anyone, kids, um, any humans going through anything, which we all are, Mm -hmm. that it's okay to, one, share it, and it's also, I, I want to help save lives, I want to help change um, the future of other people. Um, So if I can share just my struggles, I hope other people can share their struggles and take something from it.
0: Yeah, well, it's great. There's uh, amazing strength in your vulnerability and being so vulnerable and open and honest about the struggles that you've gone through that you continue to have at times and because we all do. And I, I do agree with what you're saying, how I feel like that's a good thing, the The day and age that we live in today, that it's it's more open and acceptable to talk about these things. And that's that's such a good thing. It's such a powerful thing that no one's alone. And the way that you're using your platform, you have a lot of people who follow you, who look up to you for your art, but to show them this other side and be able to relate to it, it's definitely commendable. So thank, thank you. you for doing it. Yeah. yeah, for sure, man. Uh, we got one more clip. Uh, I've gotten to experience this person... Over the last few days a little bit and she's pretty special, but uh, why don't you watch this and we can talk a little bit more?
1: Dominic. Dominic you I do be yeah.
0: Jalu. <laughs> hey, that's, that's good? Yeah, that was good. We'll Your mom, Kim, is a, a special woman, and she made me promise that I would read this letter to you from her that came with the stuffed shells. Dominic, stand tall even if you fall, and when you are too afraid to look ahead, Look right beside you. I will always be there. Never forget that you are braver than you believe, stronger than you feel, and loved more than you'll ever know. Love Mom. It's making me cry. Uh, um, tell me a little bit just about, about your mom. I, I've gotten to chat with her this week, and she's a remarkable person. So much love, I mean, the fact that she wants to feed everyone who's here today. Uh, I mean, when you hear that, see this, all that.
1: My mom was, my mom is someone i still have a tough relationship with i think i have a tough relationship with a lot of people and growing up and looking at it where i'm at now to see how much love and safety and everything she taught me uh, which a lot of people don't get uh I think we forget. There's a lot that I I still need to say to her to let go um, of things. And I'm grateful for her and my father to have given me such good guidance to be able to just get where I'm at today. And she makes really good food, <laughs> and uh,
0: life is fucking weird. <laughs> life is crazy. It is. It is. Well, here, that's that's for you from from your mom. And thank you for sharing that with uh, with me and uh, and your mom as well. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, take a deep breath and we're going to, we'll, we'll, you know, liven it up a little bit. We went deep here. And didn't, you know, you never know where we're going to go. Get it in the zone. Thank you, Dom, for being so open and honest and, and vulnerable with us. Um, we're going to have a little fun here now. This is a fun game. You are the sneaker king, right? You know, you, you create shoes, artistry. This game is called What Are Those? Where I'm going to show you a close-up image of a different kick and you got to try to identify what shoe that is. Perhaps there's a story behind it, too. So, all right, Dom, what are those? Here is your first one. Do you know what shoe that is? Yeah. You do? Yeah, the first Python Jordan 4s. Yeah, we can't stump you. That is correct. Yeah, what, what does this shoe mean to you? It's a shoe that I created,
1: and the quality is shitty. If you base quality as high as me, Um, Mm. it just was something that I was making for a friend. I had some Jordan. I I hit up a friend. I said, what's your favorite shoe? She was like uh, a complex, hottest, streetwear uh, woman who's Joy Claire. And I said, what's your favorite shoe? She said... The bread Jordan four. I just happened to have exotics laying around in my garage and my um, my parents' garage, and uh, put it together, and that's what this came. And the quality was shitty, and I knew I wasn't doing it the right way. And it was still a masterpiece that posted on Instagram. I mean, this photo's OG from (laughs) from a a friend back home that actually took the photo. She does, she shoots wine and a bunch of other things, but like. You know, I was looking for photographers and she shot this and I posted it and these blogs picked it up. Other customizers saw it. They started doing it and it really, uh, yeah, I would say it pioneered exotic Jordans, which is what pioneered custom Jordans. Because mm. before that, Jordan custom Jordans were known as fakes and mm. frowned upon. I'm sure that still is by some people, but it's customs are so big now that who gives a fuck? Yeah, right. So it was, uh, I mean, I have those in the studio right now. We show these to the classes. Um, I'm grateful that my friend still has them because I want to make a new pair for him, her, <laughs> excuse me. And she's like, no. And I'm
0: like, yes. Uh, you hold yourself to a high standard, yeah. you know, because... It's not healthy sometimes. I Well, these are uh, amazing. And also to see... You know that this is where so much of what you're doing today, where where a lot of it began. You know, pioneered. I think is the right word. All right. Well, you got that one right, and it's it is a masterpiece. That was the right word that you used. Let's see this next one here, uh, and what you think if you can identify this kick. R.I.P. to Virgil. It's the off-white one. Yeah. It's amazing you got that already you knew that yeah the off-white jordan ones you mentioned the jordan one how that gave you confidence when you first wore that around to you know at school and kind of started you a little bit on this path uh, and how the shoes became a vehicle for you to express yourself without having to say anything and um, as someone who customizes classic looks and sneakers what did Virgil mean to uh, to you and, and to the whole, you know, this industry? I think he was someone that came from the
1: culture and could translate what we wanted to the mainstream. I mean, we met a couple times. Um, he really changed the future of, of sneakers as well. Um, mm-hmm. I think it all comes from something. Um you know, who came before him, where he came from, and all of these different things. But what he did was, he just helped give a different perspective to these, the big brand and yeah. the face to it. Because if Nike would do that on their own, it wouldn't be what it is without right. Virgil. Right. So it was a it was a cool way to re look at the silhouette. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, it's the same. Chicago Jordan one 1985 yet. How do you do it differently and how do you do it in a tasteful way and to create magic? It was definitely a, that was a, a
0: masterpiece. Yeah. Um, all right, let's take a look at this next one. I think you're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> what is it?
1: It's the sky top four. Um, sh- um, Pendleton. Yep. Uh, that I made in a day and a half.
0: A day and a half.
1: Yeah. And if you guys can get me those shoes, yeah, I'll, I'll trade you a pair of shoes. Cause the kid that has them, yeah. we aren't really cool right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. All right. Uh,
1: and <laughs> I've been trying to get them from him for a while and he's yeah. just, I don't know why, me and him are just butting heads, but I'm trying to collect all my old pieces, Yeah, and
0: uh, he's holding them hostage. I would say so. Okay, all right. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. 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 I mean, I got the stuffed shells, so. Yeah. Yeah. Stuffed shells are easy to get. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Let's take a look at this next one here. Let's see if you can identify this. I'm going to.
1: I have to zoom that out. I mean, in. I know what the logo is. Well, right. right. Which shoe is it?
0: Uh, I don't know that one. Ooh. Who might have stumped you finally? The Pump furry, Fury? I don't oh, know. Yeah, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. No. The Reebok Gnosis. Nice. Those are good ones. Yeah, yeah. Good old school. Do you, do you have a favorite, you know? Like, uh,
1: just, so, just so you know. Yeah, please. I don't love sneakers, and I, I was a sneakerhead maybe yeah. in high school, and once I painted my shoe and wanted more quality... It was more about how to make something and it was less about the sneaker. Yeah, right. So I'm more tapped into how to make something um, and I'm aware of these things. Right. I kind of give you the history on it. You right, know, right. I mean, I grew up with Shaq playing because my dad watched and my brother and it was a great shoe and it has history. But I'm more of just a artist, creative craftsman yeah. rather than a sneakerhead. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll always have a love for sneakers and I just, because of... The Jordan one and wearing it, like, and the magic between... All, for all of these sneakers, it's what helped have an industry so then I could have an industry within the industry. Yeah. And, and that's why, you know, I I teach classes and we attract people with what I've been able to build, but it's less about the sneaker. Mm-hmm. It's more
0: about what you get out of it going through something. I like that. The process. Yep, You're an artist. All right, well, we got one more, but you know this one, and then uh, we... We've talked a little bit about it already. You'll get it quick. Yeah. It's a love hate, man. I guess I saw you know, I saw both of them and does I had to I it like sends man. you back to to like the process of making it and trying to make I yeah. had to yeah fly souls in. I mean the story with that one,
1: which I gotta tell you another time was fucking insane. But <laughs> this one, he's like, yeah, like a lot of these companies don't understand. They're like, oh we want sizes f- four through 15. I think we did a size yeah. fucking 22 for great, uh, great Hill on this one. I think. Right, right. It was... Uh, it was Not fun. easy. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Looking cool. at it now, it was fun. That <laughs> now one that it's was, done. That one was a lot more stressful, <laughs> but fun. Um, but this is... Yeah, man, this is going to be forever embedded in
0: my... Uh, it's crazy. It's a part of the catalog. It's a part of the uh, yeah. you know, the art that you've created. Uh yeah, I mean, this is that that leather is custom colored leather before we even knew how to fucking figure that out. I mean, wow. Do you ever just say yes to something like, yeah, yeah, no, without knowing how it's going to get done, but oh, you yeah. figure it out? yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, my team goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. are
1: like, "Oh, he he does know." And then they're like, "I don't think he knows." Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we can do that. Right. Shit. I mean, we did that, the, the LeBron 15 for 100,000, hitting 100,000 points. And I said, right. yeah, we're going to make it cool in gold. And gold, then the next thing it. you know, I'm fucking doing diamonds and gold pieces that we've never done before. And like f- doing, it, it, it was fucking insane. It's
0: wild, man. That's wild. That's crazy. All right, well, thanks for humoring me and playing that game and talking about some of your creations. Oh, yeah, you want to get that? Oh, I got to get that one. Go back. Yeah, we'll we'll go back for you. Get it up on the big screen. There you go. Boom. Oh, oh, oh. There it is. There it is. Yeah, Yeah. nice, nice. The the art, now that it's done, you can enjoy it. Do you collect anything? You know, I'm a big collector. I collect sneakers. I collect cards. I collect jerseys. I collect... uh, uh t-shirts uh all sorts of different stuff is there anything that you
1: collect i think all humans collect something whether they like to believe it or not Mm -hmm. and this is what i'm trying to figure out how to unlearn this to my kids for teaching them how to collect toys because (laughs) so i brought randomly this was an accident actually because my son sent me a photo or excuse me he didn't send me a photo my son was like where where did i leave my little my little uh (laughs) <laughs> These little like fighting toys, and I said I don't know. So I saw them at the studio yesterday, and then I was gonna right before I came here, I was gonna go bring them to him. <laughs> but he collects those, and which technically I collect them. <laughs> right. But, You're purchasing them. But I recently started. Um, I started going to therapy about a year and a half ago. I don't mm. even know now. And I started writing notes to myself, or or purchasing something because I celebrating something that I did, and. So now I'll leave them by my bed and I'll leave them um, in pockets, leave them wherever. So one day I can grab it and like read it and be like, oh, you're like, you're yeah. on that path. So yeah. yeah, I got one that says that I bought, uh, I bought a perfume for myself, which I don't like. <laughs> but it says it's from Chanel. And it yeah. says, I love you. Keep going. Nice. It's a message to like, look at and to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the most recent one was... We are alive today. Mm -hmm. It's a very important, powerful message. I feel like that we all need to um, see. Cool. Because that's, I think, the most important. Yeah. Um, And then this one is a note to myself saying, I'm right here for you. A lot of the times what I learned about myself was I was always looking for outside attention and love and support when I can give it to myself as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't think you can give everything to yourself, but at the same time, I think there's so much more you can give to yourself that I didn't know I could. Um, and I'm still trying to figure it out. Well, how like to give that, myself man. more care and love. So I continue to grow and become a better Parent for my kids and
0: all that. I like that. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. That's cool. That's something anyone can collect. And yeah. It's like, you know, those words of encouragement. That's uh, yeah. cool. I like that. Um, Are you a big NBA fan? I know you're like in basketball culture. I'm not a big.
1: I don't like to be called anything. So if you ask okay. me anything, I'm going to like make up some other story. <laughs> <you. laughs> I'm becom- Not in a box.
0: I'm not putting you in a box. I'm,
1: I've become a a fan of athletes, which yeah. then, yeah, I understand. You know, I grew up with my parents and my brothers watching the NBA. Yeah. And me, I was just so tunnel vision, like, this is what I want to create maybe for that person or whatever. And then making shoes for NBA, or just making my art and then them coming to me, like respecting my art. I've become friends with a lot of NBA players, so then now I'm fucking sitting courtside, and I'm like at games, and now I like want to watch these games because yeah. I know these guys. Right, I'm like yeah, so I guess I am i I'm a fan, but I'm not a person that like knows who's on what team, how much stats. I don't know anything other than if it's a good game, I want to watch it. Um, or I want to make shoes for that person.
0: All right, well, let's see how this goes. This is a game called Association Word Association, okay, where I'm going to open a pack of NBA basketball cards. This is uh, 2021 Panini Contenders (laughs) Optic Basketball Cards. Apparently, this is a very expensive, uh, valuable box of cards. There are six cards in this pack, including, I think one of them is autograph. The first thing that comes to your mind, don't even think about it, yeah, so you get into that meditative state right now. First thing that comes to your mind when I open this pack and show you a player, and you tell me what you think. The first guy is Derek Rose.
1: Fuck, I, I mean a pair of shoes that I did. A D-Rose 7. That's dope. The first, I, I used a soul that he played in. Okay. I like that. That was good. That's well, we're I one mean, for
0: one on you did it, his shoe, so that's good. All right. We'll see if you did this guy's shoe. Uh, DeJounte Murray, San Antonio Spurs. Stumped. Okay. okay all right. We got to get you back to that meditative state. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, first yeah, word. Yeah, first yeah. word. James Harden. Adidas. All right. That was honest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, all right. This one is autographed by Jawan Howard. Money. It's autographed. Okay, let's go. Yes, all right. Look for this on eBay later from this episode. All right, <laughs> money. There we go. Okay, this is good. This is a dope card. I don't know, but I think this is worth something, too. This is refracting. Luca, Luka Doncic. Shoes I made as well, but I think other than the
1: shoes I made, is just a hard-working athlete that's... Mm-hmm
0: yeah this is a pretty sick card as well here the reigning mvp nikola jokic different country different country Mm -hmm. yes well that is true he is from a different he's from serbia thank you dom (laughs) yes different country you don't often hear him described that way but i agree with that that's right nice thanks for uh playing that game with us i appreciate it all right Our final thing that we do here on In The Zone is give you an opportunity, Dominic Chambrone, to pay homage to someone in your life who means something to you, who's helped pave the way for your success, whether a friend, a relative, um, a mentor, maybe it's someone you've never met before, but they've inspired you from afar. Who do you want to pay homage to? There's too many. You've already done some throughout this episode, which we appreciate. But giving you the floor, giving you the mic, giving you that shout out, who do you wanna pay homage to? the higher power, whatever you may envision
1: God may be um, the thing that helps keep me alive mm-hmm. and helps keep me going that I don't know what it is,
0: yeah, um. Uh, Yeah. Nice. Well, I pay homage to you, Dom. Thank you for getting deep with us today on In The Zone, being vulnerable, open and honest, having fun too, some laughs, being creative. You're a well-rounded person. You've got a lot to add to this world. So I know you're writing yourself notes of affirmation, but I want to give you one too, that you're on the right path. You're doing great things. And I appreciate you spending time with us and all of our listeners and viewers here on In The Zone. It's, uh, it's really meaningful and because i collect so many things including cards this is your own dominic Chambron shoe surgeon in the zone trading card there it is there's only five of these in existence that have been printed we're going to have you autograph five you get to keep one for yourself you know put that up on ebay later and then we're going to add one to the wall of fame right up here of all of our guests and the rest we're going to give away to our fans and followers on social media who follow us make sure to follow Dom, the shoe surgeon, uh, as well, to see everything that he's up to, constantly creating. As you say, never stop creating. Dom, thanks, man. Appreciate what, you getting in the zone. What a show, man. What a show. I didn't even
1: come prepared, which I don't normally do, but it was
0: uh, insane. <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot. Well, I appreciate it, and now you can enjoy the stuffed shells. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I'm going to. You should, you should. All right, thanks, man. Thank you. Here, you want to put it up there? Put it on the wall.